Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello there, and welcome to an encore presentation of Databank Brawl. This is a show we started way back in 2016 and ran all the way through early 2020. The episodes are buried deep in our archives, so we are re-releasing them starting with episode one. If you've never heard Databank Brawl, here's the deal. We pick two characters from the Star Wars databank and then make up a deadly fight between them. Pain, shame, and comedy ensue. Yes, we hope you enjoy the jokes we made on purpose and the random comments about the future of Star Wars, which are now hilariously outdated. So with no further ado, here is Databank Brawl Rewind. 
As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there. And he didn't say this part. Welcome to Data Bank Brawl, a podcast where we examine two characters in the Star Wars galaxy. Their absolute truth is a character, and then, for our comedic joy, we make them fight. And we discuss who would win in that fight. This podcast is, of course, part of the Force Center podcast feed. Thank you all for tuning in and continuing to make Force Center podcast feed a big success. With me here is my partner in the Force Center podcast feed, Mr. Ken Napsok. Hey, so glad to be back on one of my favorite shows in the Star Wars <laughs> fandom universe, man. It's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we have a a forward looking databank brawl. Uh, we okay. are still here in the the thrall, the afterglow of the Force Awakens. Right. Uh, we did an episode with Lobot and Dengar fighting the two it. kind of uh, classic sad sacks of the original trilogy. <laughs> And I also wanted to do an episode where we're looking forward. Uh, so all of the information that I pull about the characters comes directly from StarWars.com databank. So it is absolutely canon. It is the freshest truth. And I thought it would be fun to get the freshest truth about characters we're just getting to know. So I picked yeah. two characters from The Force Awakens. We don't have this great history with them like we do uh, with Dengar and Lobot and many other characters. So this one will be a little bit more about looking to the future and imagining who they could be and what kind of tricks they could pull out when they have a random fight for no reason. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the first character that we are going to examine is one of the characters that I think has frustrated the fans of Star Wars because they want more. And this databank entry is only provocative. We are going to examine Lore Santeca. Gotcha. Or as he was known when we first watched the movie, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and we all wanted to know and looked up Lore Santeca. And I believe since the actual opening weekend of the film, this entry on Star Wars Databank uh, has been filled out. Oh, okay. So here we go. Here's who Lore Santeca is. A legendary traveler and explorer Lore Santeca is a longtime ally of the New Republic and the Resistance. After the Battle of Endor, Santeca helped Luke Skywalker recover secret Jedi lore that the Empire had tried to erase, and Leia Organa hopes the Old Scout can now help find her brother. Following decades of adventure, Santeca retired to live simply on Jakku, where he follows the dictates of the once-forbidden Church of the Force. But his retirement is fated to be anything but peaceful. So, to me, wow, there's a lot in there. Like There's uh, a ton in there. Yeah. Starting with, uh, the main thing is the Church of the Force. Yeah. What is that? And that is that great thing that we've talked about before as a Star Wars fan, where you're just like, I saw the movie. I, I digested everything about it. And then you just read some little detail, and you're like, by the way, there's a thing called the Church of the Force. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is that? So we have no idea what the Church of the Force is, but I think the idea is is a little bit of what we got introduced to with uh, Maz of, yeah. I am no Jedi, but I know the Force. Right. And there's and Star Wars has always played around with, eh, the Force is kind of a religion. It's yeah. sometimes called a religion. Like, oh, well, this is straight up. I can't use the Force. Hoagie religions. But I believe in it. Yeah. And after I read this description of Lor Santeca, it made me hear his line in the mm -hmm. beginning of the film differently, where he says, general, in regards to Leia, to me, yeah. she's royalty. Right. Which you can interpret as a reference to being a princess. Right. But you can also interpret as she is a part of the strongest force-using family the galaxy has ever known. <laughs> to me, she is force royalty. She's yeah. like a force pope. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm looking at, on, on um, 
I'm, I'm on Wikipedia where I, I love that you get the information straight from Star Wars because that's the source, man. But uh, um, we I'm always just, want more. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and it is such a uh, yeah, the Church of the Force. I mean. The fact that General John Dodonna is the first to say, may the force be with you in Star Wars, that's not that's that's no Jedi. Yeah. That's a guy. The Rebel Alliance was very aware of the force as, as this thing you believed in and you hoped was with you. Yeah. And, it would, and that it was ultimately a good thing. It was a good thing. Unless it's perverted. Yeah, yeah. Unless you take it to dark places. So the Church of a Force, something not introduced until now. Uh, it makes perfect sense. To yeah, me. and it pulls in lots of stuff from the prequels. The idea mm-hmm. of uh, he even mentions balance uh, yeah. that the force has been out of balance, uh, and it pulls in all those ideas that this is maybe this is the ongoing actual story of Star Wars is just yeah. trying to get the damn force in balance. <laughs> uh, and who better to do that than somebody who is involved in the once forbidden Church of the Force? Right. Uh, it also just gives us information about like who he is, which I think is gonna gonna come up with mm-hmm. uh, his fighting prowess of what he does. He's described as a out, mm-hmm. but it also says that he helped Luke recover secret Jedi lore that the Empire had tried to erase. Right. I think that helps really clarify some people's confusion that the map is not a map to Luke Skywalker in The Force Awakens. It's a map to the first Jedi Temple. Correct. And that's why Laura Santeca might have this information, because he's traveled around with Luke, yep. discovering old Jedi stuff. You're 100% right there, and uh, I can hear you out the audience calling right now. Yes, I hope we get a Luke and Laura Santeca buddy comedy. <laughs> Absolutely. Comes around. I want to see them in a space Corvette mm-hmm. spinning around space. Um, but uh, so also they describe him as having a lot of adventures. So mm-hmm. you could interpret this character as a peaceful old man who is a member of a forbidden church, or he could be an adventurer. You know, I can right. see him traveling around with his staff ready to whack people <laughs> just like right. Ray does, too. Right. Well, I, I've, I'm reading the novelization of uh, the of The Force Awakens. Right. And uh, I believe he's even referred to as like a soldier of fortune. Yeah. And I get that vibe that he has been around. He has seen things mm. uh, after many years of traveling and adventures suggest that he's not right. just the baggage along for the ride. That I've he's- traveled too far and <laughs> seen too much to ignore the despair in the galaxy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he hasn't. I, I don't think that he has been watching Ray because I feel like he's had adventures and he just recently settled down on Jakku. Yes. Which kind of uh, pops the balloon of he is there just to watch over Ray. Yeah, I still can see why people, why you'd say that, especially he was so close to Luke. And if Luke knows, it turns out if if, if it turns out Luke's like, oh, Ray's finally here, then I could see some credence in Lord Lord is watching Ray. But he was f- kind of far away to be yeah, watching. He wasn't Rey. doing a good job of it. Yeah, and he doesn't appear to be a force user. He doesn't appear right. to be force sensitive himself. Right, and it doesn't seem like he has any kind of direct communication to Luke anymore. Yeah, he could yeah. probably travel if he wanted to see him, but. Yeah. So do you have any other gut-level emotional reactions to the character of Laura Santeca when you saw him in the film? I do. Uh, Max von Sydow was so happy when he was added to the cast, and we were all wondering what he was going to play. And I I wanted more, and I thought – I think we discussed in other episodes that uh, uh, Force Center that I thought thought Max von Sydow was going to be like a Tarkin type of leader, maybe an old Jedi. And then when you saw him in in The Force Awakens, and I was very nervous the first time, and the first line of dialogue is this will begin to make things right, which I believe is very intentional. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, Cito's got the accent and everything. I was so nervous. I was like, this scene's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Um, in my s- subsequent viewings, it's it's one of my favorite moments of the film. 
Cedow is is in just in these moments is is such a classically uh, great actor that uh, it reminds me in Wayne's World too where they do the quick scene where they sub out the day player for Charlton Heston <laughs> yeah. and it makes it that much better so it works for me and so I, I have a warm place in my heart for this character I know hardly anything about yeah and there's so much intrigue and I don't you know, will we get the answers of it? Like, I want the answers of Lor Suntek and what he and Luke did, but I'd almost be okay with if we never really hear. Yeah, he's a little bit mysterious. Yeah. yeah that- and he, yeah, he has his just this great air of authority. And, mm-hmm. you know, watching the film again, I feel like, and it's not just Max von Sydow, mm-hmm. uh, it is the that character, that that yeah. character is the one who's like, no, I got the real info yeah. about what's going on in the galaxy. I know who you are. I know who you were before you were called Kylo Ren. I know the truth of your family. I know the truth of the Force. And it has this weight of conviction. Like, if, yeah. it, if it had been uh, done differently, he could have sounded like a crackpot. Yeah. Like, Church of Force could be like Church of Scientology. But right. with this, it's this authority of, like, this is the truth, and I'm not afraid of you. I'm not running from you. I'm not hiding from you. If you yeah. need to be a sniveling brat and cut me down, do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he puts his hand up, but but in general, that's sort of like yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not running. This is my home, and I'm gonna stand up to you, and I'm gonna, and this you know, is my fate, and this a is little a, bit yeah. of like an almost uh, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I yeah. don't think he did, yeah. but, uh, no. but a little bit of that sort of like, eh, yeah, I'm not afraid of you at all. So I think he has his great uh, authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am waiting for his action figure. His oh, action yeah. figure at the time of this recording is not out. Yeah. I can't fully picture in my mind what he's wearing, but when I tried to picture it. It is a little uh, retired beach bum. <laughs> it's a little uh, kind of a caftan. <laughs> a little bit of wasting away a Margaritaville. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. And I want to be able to study his clothing more and see if I can get more hints about the depth of his character. Yeah. From all of yeah. the, the folds of his robes. <laughs> yeah. It, it's an intriguing character uh, just because you, you go upon first glance in the theater, you think, oh, it's, it's old wise Jedi. We got another. And then to learn that he's not. Nope. He knows the force. He's a soldier of fortune. He's traveled. So yeah, that figure definitely is. A, it, it, it's going to be. It's going to be one of those uh, niche figures that I think uh, some people might be like. I don't want the old guy. Yeah. But you and me are like. I'll take three. Yeah. <laughs> and a, a character that is kind of new to the Star Wars galaxy. And for our next character, mm-hmm. also a little bit of a new vibe to the Star Wars galaxy, Tasu Leech. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Tasu Leach. The leader of the Kanji Club, Tasu Leach is a brutal street fighter. Leach grew up on the hut colony world of Narkanji and refuses to speak basic, dismissing it as a soft language for soft people and preferring to let his hut splitter blaster rifle do the talking. Leach and his fighters confront Han Solo aboard his bulk freighter, angry that the Corellian has twice failed to deliver promised cargo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've just learned now where the term Kanja Club comes from now. Yeah. Yeah, that it's from. I didn't know that was the planet in our Kanja. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that makes more sense to me. I love that. I had no problem with the name. Yeah. I have more problem with the Guavian Death Gang, <laughs> though. I think the name's fine there, too. Yeah. But, but uh, it's like Studio City Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly what it is. Um, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great diverse character. Um, I, I wonder the, the, the speaking, refusing to speak basic is interesting. Um, cause I was kind of wondering like, uh, why, why he didn't get that chance, the, the actor, but uh, uh, also, uh, the actors from the, uh, um, you and, uh, Ryan, I can't say, but he's from the raid, raid two and all the right. stuff like that. So, uh, all those guys in that scene were, so I was, I was a little, when he only spoke the English, English, uh, alien language, I was a little like, Oh, like, 
Okay, interesting choice, but then yeah. to write it like that and explain it, and that's part of the character choice. Okay, I like it. And it's in quotes, which is rare for a Star Wars.com databank. Soft language for soft people is in quotes, is in that's a thing that he would yell at you in hut. Like, <laughs> don't come at me. That, don't, don't come at me with your whiny basic. That's yeah. a soft language for soft people. Um, yeah, and going back to the Raid thing, I don't know the Raid movies, and I know a lot of people were bummed out because it's yet another in the huge collection of criticisms of Force Awakens where I wanted more of the cool thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where people were bummed out because they knew th- these guys from the Raid were going to be in the movie and they didn't do much. Did that yeah. affect you? No, I mean, I, I'm I'm uh, not as uh, familiar with the Raid movies as like uh, Josh Tappy is or some of the other guys though, that I know uh, from Schmoville and Screen Junkies, but um, uh, I had known about them enough and seen enough of what they had done that I, w- I was expecting a big fight. Yeah. I was expecting a human-on-human fight, which may be another reason I really don't like the Rathars. Yeah. I think they got in a way with what could have been a pretty great moment, though Kanja Club had no one really to fight. Finn, Ray, Chewie, and, and Han couldn't have probably given him the fight that we wanted to see. Yeah. But I think casting, again, expectations of what we think the movie should be uh, going in. Yeah. And the character Tasu Leech pops up as a Lego figure in the Millennium Falcon set. Oh, wow. So that was the first time we all kind of like, oh, that's okay. That's one of the raid guys and he's okay. got a name and he's and, and he's got something to do with the Falcon yeah. and Ray and Solo. So I think we all were expecting that. Uh, but I'm okay with what the moment we got. It's an interesting character. Yeah, we still get Han punching somebody in that scene. Yeah. So we do get we get a tiny bit of fisticuffs. Yeah. Uh, and he does certainly come off as menacing, much more menacing yeah. than the Guavian Death Gang. Yeah. Yeah. The Guavian Death Gang, I love them. And, you know, I love things in Star Wars that are bizarre and weird. Yeah. Uh, but it, they look like they could also be on an episode of Red Dwarf. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, I even in looking at the visual dictionary uh, to get on those characters, like, I don't know if they're robots or not. I, I think those are masks. Uh, I think they're robots. I think I read. Yeah. Okay. Uh, recently on databank but when i was making my choices for this year episode <laughs> so tasso leech is a good choice so leech and interesting the other th- so yeah so it suggests a great background for him brutal street fighter great grew up on a hut colony world uh so that you get the picture of this is a kid who has always had it rough right and has had to fight to survive and that it won't even speak basic uh you know and we know the huts are generally not nice to the people in their employ and not nice right. especially to other species so the fact that his giant blaster rifle is called a hut splitter yeah that's pretty cool it's, and badass yeah. uh in in just also just visceral and evocative and kind of gross yeah a hut splitter a hut yeah yeah there's a lot of <laughs> In that, in that sound there. There are a lot of noises implied yeah. by Hut Splitter. Uh, so do you have any other emotional reactions to the character of Tasu Leech? Nothing, uh, nothing overly, definitely not the impact that Lord Santeca had emotionally. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you this, um, um, if, I don't think so, but if Tasu Leech survived the Rathtar somehow. I'm trying to remember if we specifically saw him being grabbed. I don't think so. I think we might have seen him being grabbed, but I don't know if we saw him devoured. Right. So if that character is still alive and there's something yeah. that he comes back to, I don't need everyone from 7 to appear in 8 again. Definitely not the Guavian Death Gang, but um, um, uh, I'd be okay with that because the character... The actor portraying him and just the, the the look and feel of the character, even not knowing this stuff about the hut splitter and all that stuff, it's a character where you're like, all right, I could get I that there's something to that story, yeah, and I could see it, it would make sense and I'd enjoy it to come back. Yeah, and part of the fun of this year podcast is mm-hmm. trolling into the Star Wars dot uh, com databank and beginning to learn. Do they sometimes just kind of flesh it out for fun? 
Right. Or is this amount of detail about his backstory an indication that there's some canon that, that we've missed that's already there? Or is right. there some canon that's coming out that's going to spend some time right. on uh, Narkonji? Yeah. Like, he hasn't uh, appeared... Um, there's some those the side books. The the he's appeared in Han and Chewie Return and the Perfect Weapon, which is I believe the Luke book. But those are not even the main, uh, main yeah. novels. And I think the, I think those aren't even the the YA novels. I think those are a bunch of short stories that are yeah. only available as downloads. You can't buy them You're physically right. in the world yet. And there's a You're ton right. of those. So maybe I will start to take it out of databank has fleshed out somebody this much. Maybe there's a, a short story out there that you can find something to come, uh, yeah. in, in sort of a Kindle download world. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to dig into some of those because there's a lot of great stuff with the side characters in those short stories. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this is a, a fun representation. I talk about uh, Star Wars like the A story is the Jedi and the Force and the B yeah. story is the, the scum and the bounty hunters. And this is a straight up. New character from the A-story Jedi world and a new character from the B-story scum world, and they are going to fight. The grimy, grimy world. All of these fights are going to be ridiculous. And on (laughs) almost every pairing, there's going to be someone who seems that person should be a smear on the wall. So we're here to give hope to the hopeless and rack our brains is, is there any way aged Lor Santeca, who we do not believe is a Force user, right. could possibly stop himself from being split like a hut. <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. At the hands of Dasu Leach. I, so, No. I don't. <laughs> Just no. Right. I don't. Well, thanks for listening. Is thanks there, for no. listening. We're going to wrap up. I'm, tr- I'm trying to wrap my head. Brent. I mean, we got a 90-year-old soldier of fortune. Yep. But that's in his past. Being generous. He's a, he's a 90-year-old soldier of fortune. Yeah. Uh, traveler, adventurer, but definitely in his past. Now, and, and what I don't like about Tasu Leach and, get, and, and what I don't like about Santeca's chances against Tasu Leach is I don't think Tasu Leach gives a damn about who you are. No. And he's got a hut splitter. He's got a hut splitter. And he feels speaking in basic is weak. Yes. He's not, Laura Santec is not going to be able to talk to him about like, well, let yeah. me tell you about the balance of the force. Right. Lasuti, I think is like, or Tasu Leach, I think is like, yeah. shut up, F you, give me my money. Give me my money. Yeah. But what we have learned in the brief moments we have with Tasu Leach uh, on Solo's Freighter is... There's a lot of talk. A lot of talk. But hesitation to act against someone he has some fearful respect for. It's true. He could have just come in firing. He could have shot. Yeah. Did they really think Han was going to give them their money? Did they go there to collect money or did they go to there to kill Han and Chewie? And I think the answer is B. Yeah. So you do that and you face off with him. Right. But he does let Han sass him first. Let's him sass him first. Yeah. So there is some hesitancy. So let's let's uh yeah. let's dial this back for a moment as we get into our fight yeah. and figure out where this is happening. Where where are these two titans <laughs> encountering right. one another? Uh I think if it's gonna happen, if we're trying to keep it within canon as we know now in Force Awakens. Yeah, let, let's keep this canonical. <laughs> <laughs> Be awesome. Something we said on the side here suddenly becomes canon, like Abrams was listening. Yeah. Ryan, uh, I got a I got an idea for you. <laughs> Do you listen to Data Bank Pro? <laughs> uh, no, but Trevorrow does. Um I think it's at Nema Outpost. 
Okay. I think Senteca made one of his rare trips in to, to maybe trade some stuff. So with this is Umkar. a little before The Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Umkar okay. plot stuff. Yep. Um, Tasu Leach is out there at the Western Reaches uh, looking for some junk. Okay. Maybe he's looking for Solo. Maybe, yeah. maybe he knows the Falcon's there. Maybe, maybe he heard, yeah, maybe he's going to take the Falcon from Unkar Plus. Yeah, maybe make he's some money. like, mm, I know Unkar's got the Falcon. Maybe uh, I can draw out solo. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. That's a great point. It yeah. seems like a lot of people in the galaxy know of the Millennium Falcon. And it seems like it's only safe there because yeah. people just are like, Jakku, the graveyard? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's like the Queen Mary. Yeah. No, not really, but kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the setup. And Santeca's just going in there to get some half portions and, uh, you know, do some trading, catch up. Now, I don't think uh, Laura Santeca would have any respect for Ankar Plot. None. He'd have zero to little patience. The only civilized communications he'd have with Ankar are just based on the fact that Laura Santeca is civilized himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's only saying hi because Santec is capable of overlooking Unkar's disgusting nature to, yeah. I'll be pleasant to you because I have to. Yeah, I think if he's in Nima Outpost, I think Lord Santec is doing something like, I'm trying to build a space flute. <laughs> or get some chimes or something really pleasant and going with the force, easy going. So like, Do you have any space junk that I can make a flute out of? My my chimes are broken. <laughs> These new chimes will begin to make things right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's absolutely just... It, so that's it, why he's there. His little hut is yeah. out of whack. Yeah. The, the feng shui is off he's in his totally, hut. And totally. he's going there to fix up. So he, he shrugs his shoulders with a sigh. I gotta go to Unkar Plot at Nima Outpost. I have no respect for you. No. But I will take your chimes. Yeah. Keep your portions. Yeah. I'll give you a portion. Uh, okay, so we think Lorsanteca is at Nima Outpost yeah. to get some chimes. Uh, we think Lasu, uh, Tasu, Tasu Leech, I keep saying Lasu Teach, <laughs> Tasu Leech is there to get uh, maybe a lead on the Falcon. Yeah. Maybe just keep it for himself. Maybe for leverage on Han Solo because he's yeah. just so had it. Yeah, I don't think he, he likes or respects Unkar either. Yeah. But I think Unkar Plot's got enough baddies around him that he's protected and Tasu's this isn't a fight he's gonna pick with Unkar. Yeah. Um but he uh yeah he he, he doesn't respect him enough. He's yeah. gonna be aggressive with him. Too. Yeah because I think Tasu Leech from his description has two fighting modes. Like yeah. I think he has throw the blaster down, don't worry about the blaster and just punch. Yeah. Punch and fight and brawl. That's a way of life. That's like sleeping and eating and yeah. defecating to him. It's like, you just, you fight sometimes just to keep your edge. Just to do it. So, you know, and then I think he's got the, well, no, I mean business. I've got my hut splitter. Right. I'm not messing around. Right. So I could see him coming to Nima Outpost and like, I'm going to beat up some of Unkar's pathetic thugs. Right. Just to kind of keep myself in shape. Just to do it. But if he's there to get the Falcon, he's, he's going to have his blaster and he's yeah. going to be ready to go. Ready to do it. And okay. ready to play, play ball a little bit with Unkar and <laughs> whoever he's running into. So what is... How do, how do they come in conflict, these two very different people there? One one there just to get peaceful chimes. Yeah. The other loaded up with a hut splitter uh, by himself. I'm going to say he doesn't have the whole kanji club with him. Yeah. I'm just going to say because he feels yeah, like he can handle this fair. by himself. Yeah. yeah. To be fair. Uh, how does a conflict arise? I, I think there perhaps might be, um, I think Santeca is in line to buy some chimes. And Tasu Leach is cutting in, into the line to talk to Unkar, but not cutting in front of Lor Santeca. He's cutting in front of some of the other citizens and denizens of the scavengers. Yeah. The scavengers. Um, not Ray, but it could be. But um, uh, 
And I think Sentec is like, hey, sir, we don't excuse do me. Yeah. There's a line. Yeah. And I think that's where it would start. And then the, the, the fists start flying. Tassel okay. goes, that's the closest I can. Uh, to, to, uh, to him speaking Huttese. To Huttese and Norkanja, or Nakanja. <laughs> uh, so, how, in what galaxy is it remotely possible that Laura Santeca has something up his sleeve? What resources could he possibly call? And see, I, I believe that he is capable of defending himself. He's not a lover of violence because he clearly is on the light side of the force. Right. At least the force should be in balance. So he would certainly defend himself. Have you ever seen those YouTube videos of this thug picked on a, a World War II veteran and what he didn't expect happened next? Yes. That's where I think this is. He's going. got judo. He's got like the judo sort of, yeah. I'm going to use your anger and aggression against you. Yeah. Uh, yes. He would try to get the high ground <laughs> morally and physically. I've been around the galaxy and I know that you need the high ground. I think so. I think Tasu's going to, Tasu is going to be like, excuse me, I'm cutting in line. I don't give a damn what you are. I've yeah. got, I've got this HUD splitter. Yeah. But he's not going to use it because he's by himself and there's some people who knows and yeah. pull, he, he doesn't, doesn't want the fun. Because uh, he not because he's nice, but because Tasu Leach has he, he he's not here for this, but he certainly will fight. Um, so he's not afraid of it. So I think Santeca is going to stand in front of whoever he's cutting in front of. I think Santeca, I think he's the type of person who wishes he could travel without a weapon on the lands of Jakku. Right, but he's smarter to know he needs one. He has to have something. There's something yeah. in that cloak. Yeah. Okay. So what? So yeah, I think he's got. Uh, Something sort of uh, like two short staffs. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. M- maybe not sharp, yeah. but otherwise, like if, you, if you're if you going to have two, uh, what, what are the ninja turtles? What is that? Size? S-A-I? Yeah. Is that yeah. how you say them? Size? Like, yeah. Yeah. I think not not sharp, but like yeah. two little batons. There's the word I was searching oh, okay. for. Well, yeah. Got two I, I little batons. Yeah. Two little junk batons. Gotcha. Two make sense because that's balance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, right. So he's got those in his robes, yep. in his in out. his space caftan, pulls them out, uh, and I think he's got he's got a judo attitude towards it, where he's going to let this furious street brawler yeah. come at him with everything, and yeah. he's just all about dodging in defense. Santeca knows he's got to pick his moment. Um, I have been around Judo Jean LaBelle, who's uh, who's well into uh, his 80s. He's got to be, I think. Uh, correct me out there if I'm wrong. But he is one of the toughest men in the history of, of movies, professional wrestling, Judo. One of the reasons Ronda Rousey is as good as she is. One of the reasons Rowdy Piper was as good as wow. he is. Uh, I've, I've been around the guy. I've met the guy. Um, seriously, I, I'll look it up, but I believe he's in his 80s. I wouldn't fight him. Yeah. I wouldn't fight him because I, I could think even in my youth, even though I'm untrained and I'm, I'm, I'm f- coming up on 40, but I'm still young enough to – I can get this. and I, I can move around. I can shuck and jive. All it takes is one shot from Judo Jean LaBelle and I'm done. I'm right. probably dead. Okay. I think Santec is that guy. He knows he can't get in a, in a hand-to-hand massive long-term fight. He's no. not going to be running around, but he's going to wait and he's going to stall as much as he can with Tasu Leach. Going to try to talk to him. Sir, we don't do that here. Don't cut in front of the nice space lady. And he's already getting ready because he knows ready. where it's going. He knows what's coming. He's been around the world. He's seen a lot of things. Um, and Tasu Leach is going to be arrogant enough. Right. Because, again, he hesitates. I think, it, like a lot of bullies, he's got some fear deep down inside. He's smart enough to know that Han was dangerous, smart enough to know that if you mess up with Chewie, you're dead. So 
Tasu's going to try to bully this old man into submission. Because, again, he's not here for that. He's here yeah. for Unkar. Um, and that is when Lord Santec is going to be, I gave you a warning. <laughs> Boom. One shot from Santec. one shot. Okay. And not dead. Leech is not dead. Yeah. But he's knocked out. He's unconscious. Something like that. At least days done. So yeah, I think maybe he, maybe he can't take him out all the way. But I think yeah. uh, pulling from what we know, we know that Laura Santeca understands the force. He understands yeah. both the power and the danger of anger. Right. And he realizes that anger can focus you, or it can just make you foolish and full of yourself and egotistical. So maybe he knows the angrier this guy is. Yeah, he's not even going to be able to focus his attacks. Right. And we also know that Tasu Leech is distracted by things in the environment, like Rathars. <laughs> right. Though, though many could argue you should be distracted by Rathars. Absolutely. But he has a hut splitter in there, and the hut splitter is a powerful name. It makes I read the name hut splitter, and I just want to say, this, the guy who has a hut splitter can defeat anybody. But that hut splitter did not help him against the Rathars. You're very right there. He was distracted by the chaos. I think he's yeah. a focus guy of, like, he sees something he doesn't like, and then he just ravages it. But... Yeah. It's got, you know, tunnel vision. Yeah. In Lor Santeca, he's, he, he sees the big picture. Absolutely. So he thinks, I can enrage him. If I can enrage him, he's then gonna, he'll be a clumsy idiot. And and I loved, I'm drawing all these weird pop culture comparisons. It's it's like in, in uh, Steve Martin's version of Roxanne, <laughs> where in the bar scene where the guy playing darts and challenges Steve Martin um, uh, to the 20 insults yeah. um, and the guy's about to pick the fight and, and uh, uh, Rich Snyder and Kevin Nealon have the run in at the beginning of the movie with Steve Martin so they're there Snyder's there Snyder's there and, and actually in the background is going no no I think Unkar or someone there is trying to get Tasu's attention going no not this guy I know what you're thinking not th- boom too late this isn't worth any portions yeah. <laughs> don't fight him I love Unkar's voice and it sounds like he's always about to throw up. I'll pay for him. Let's <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. So yes, I think this is indeed what we're saying is that Lor Santega has been around. He knows the galaxy. Tasu Leech is powerful, vicious, yeah. but angry and unfocused in that Lor Santec would be able to see him coming. He would yeah. be able to use his knowledge and his slower but still swift reflexes to at yeah. least ding Tasu Leech enough so that then Lor Santeca could run away yeah. in full of fear and panic. So we're saying that he would win, but then yeah. he, he would just run. He'd know to get out. He would know. Who, who knows? The rest of the, the kanji club is coming. Yeah. That hot splitter is going to be coming out any moment, and he yeah. knows enough to get out of there. Get out of there, and then Tasulich is going to come to. He's going to wake up, kind of not remember what happened, but be embarrassed enough to get the hell out of there. Yeah. I think Tasulich is going to beat up at least one person there. Oh, yeah. And then Some say, innocent's going to get it at yeah, that point. Yeah. Anybody who talks about this ever. Right. In basic or Hatties. If any of you soft people use a soft language or a hard language to say that an 89-year-old just goaded me and then whacked me with a space baton while buying chimes, yeah, I will murder everyone on this planet. And oh, I think, yeah. you know, when he leaves, Nima Post fears Tasu Leech, even though he got his butt handed to him by an 89-year-old man <laughs> wearing space robes. Just wanting to buy wind chimes. <laughs> he just wanted to buy wind chimes, everyone. So, see, at the beginning of this episode, I thought there was no way no that Lars Decker could possibly 
survive this battle. No way. We talked ourselves into it. Feel free to think of your other scenarios and uh, feel free to tweet at us what scenarios in which uh, perhaps this uh, battle might turn out differently because I can imagine that there'd be others. But I, I'm thrilled with how this uh, brawl turned out. If there are other battles that you would like to see, mm-hmm. specific characters that you guys would like to fight, uh, please tweet at ForceCenterPod and use the hashtag DatabankBrawl. Just let us know what characters you'd like to fight. We're going to do some obscure characters for a while, but then eventually we're going to do some big characters. Who knows? Maybe someday the first Death Star will fight the second Death Star in fisticuffs. Who knows? Because anything can happen here on Data Bank Brawl. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.